0: The Tommy G Show, your new destination for New Jersey traffic, Traffic, weather, weather, laughs, and conversation.
1: Well, we're going to discuss closing the digital gap for 2021 and beyond. And I'm going to holler right now an expert. Michael Blitz is the managing director of the Accenture Technology Vision and I got to tell you, Michael, this is very exciting to me because I'm into technology. So uh, each year, the Technology Vision Report identifies the top technology trends that businesses need to heed in order to thrive. So what was the, some of the main insights from the latest report?
0: I mean, I think the, the main insight you know, that you got to start with is the recognition that you know, COVID is more than you know, a, a phase. You know, it's essentially... A, a global tragedy that has changed—I'm going to say—the way that we work, mm-hmm. it's changed the way that we lived, and it's even changed our preferences. You know, so there's an amount of everybody is going to have to suddenly look at their own companies, you know, to figure out, you know, what they need to start doing differently, differently, because mm-hmm. you know, they're fundamentally um, right now. They're optimized for a world that doesn't exist anymore, mm-hmm. and it's both a scary and exciting time, you know, for the amount of change that we've already seen and you know what we're going to see in a few years.
1: So, just looking from my own personal experience here, I have a relative who now works wherever they want throughout the country. Like when in the winter time just now, they went down to Florida, but their company where they used to work it was in the Northeast. So, is this pandemic? Look, it's a terrible thing, but for technology, do you think it may have worked out for some where they have the freedom now to work wherever they want?
0: I mean, I think we're definitely going to see that, and and I think, frankly, we're, we're not really going to go back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, the, the the study that we did, you know, basically said that you know forty eight percent. Of people believe that even after we're past COVID, you know, believe that they're still going to either be working remotely full time or at least part time. Mm-hmm. You know, so we're talking about you know a shift that we haven't seen you know in our, our workforce you know since you know probably World War One, World War Two, mm-hmm. you know when you know those wars forced women into the workplace. Right. I think the shift is really going to be that big. Is that we're so used to a world that is our work is defined by the office that we work in. And as I think we finally, you know, are being pushed, pressured into a point that says the, yeah, I think up to half of our workforce, you know, is, you know, essentially going to work wherever they want, you know, and when they go into the office, it's not because they have to, it's because there are reasons why they think they're going to be able to work better in there.
1: So the technology that enabled us to do this, you have the, I guess, the zoom types so do you see more of that now? Also what I'm seeing is, where I live in a uh, suburb of New York City, and I'm noticing all these New York City people selling their homes and then bidding up, up um, homes like mine in suburban New Jersey because they don't want to commute anymore. So you think that's short-term or this is the trend now? People feel, hey, we don't have to do those two-hour commutes anymore.
0: I think this is going to be the trend. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the for for I think... The last five years at least, you know, and maybe even as much as the last 10 years, you know, there's really been this underlying assumption with most businesses Mm -hmm. that the moment that you start having large swaths of your workforce working remotely is that your productivity would lower. You you just frankly wouldn't be able to do it. The IT systems, you know, aren't mature enough, you know, but for good or for bad is that we've all proven that that's not the case. You know uh um, yeah. National Healthcare Service in England you know they went ahead and, in a matter of I think three weeks you know rolled one point two million workers onto a remote platform mm-hmm. you know and it's one of those things that if you would ask them beforehand, you know, can you do this and will this work that they probably would have told you no right you know, but yet now we're seeing that happen you know overall you know and once people realize that that's an option, you know, I don't think they're going to let their work, you know, the, their companies, you know, turn back the dial completely. And frankly, I think more and more companies are already seeing the advantage of it. You know, so, there's a company, Fizitu, yeah. uh, you know, is that they're taking their 80,000 employees and they're putting them into the, what they're calling their work-life shift program. Mm-hmm. And essentially what that means is that they're letting them decide whether they work remotely, whether they work in the office, or whether they do some blend between the two of them. And that's something that they've already announced is going to be permanent.
1: And how important is this to, say, working moms here where sometimes the schools can close on a dime and they need to be able to shift their work to maybe in the evenings or maybe early mornings before their children get up or even even dads that take care of the child care responsibilities there? Do you see this more of a flexible lifestyle now? This, this dramatic shift is just incredible as far as what's going on with this remote working.
0: Yeah, no. I mean, I think that there's the good and bad of it, and I think mm-hmm. that's what you know is going to make this next few years. It's going to be so fascinating mm-hmm. because you know the good is the. I mean, think about you know contract workers, think about gig workers, think about people who want to go part time. You know, think about you know stay-at-home parents, or you know even just the emergencies that says my kid is sick and. I don't really have the PTO or the time to take off is that all of these things suddenly become much much easier you know in a world where the system is actually set up to support you know workers who aren't physically at a given location now the problem that we're going to have to deal with though is is that we have remote workers but Remote isn't the problem. Mm-hmm. You know, we've seen through Zoom and teleconferencing and, you know, numerous other applications out there that we can have people who are working in their home, you know, for you know, things that don't actually need, you know, a physical environment mm-hmm. you know, and be perfectly productive. The problem is is that remote worker is also an isolated worker. Mm-hmm. They're not motivated, you know, to see their friends they 're mm-hmm. not really able to see the results of their work you know as other people are taking it and bringing it and doing different things with it you know they 're having people are having harder time you know staying uh engaged you, you know we're seeing more retention there 's less you know real problems with retention there 's less loyalty and so there 's a lot of the soft things that we 're missing mm-hmm. you know but I think that that 's really going to you know define this next wave you know of innovation that we 're going to see it says well, we know that we physically can do it, and there are communication channels. Now we just have to start figuring out, you know, how we do it in such a way, you know, that we don't lose all the social dynamics that are so po- so important to our jobs.
1: Right. So I'm uh, moving forward from here. Uh, there are new realities that leaders in business uh, will need to tackle head on. And uh, what are these new dynamics, and how can companies address them right now?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think one of the new dynamics, you know, is going to be this need for new data Mm -hmm. yeah so if you look at this last year is the it's shocking when you look at aggregate at how much has actually changed is that Mm -hmm. you know from an economic perspective you know we went you know from a boom time you know into a recession almost immediately i think globally we're down like uh two and two and a quarter million jobs you know but i think more than that is that people's lives are actually different. Mm -hmm. For the first time, you know, since the Great Depression, the majority of young adults are actually living at home with their parents. Mm -hmm. You know, you see things like we assumed were going to be uh, something that are going to be heavily invested in, like public transit, is the, our ridership is down 65%. And honestly, I think most people are wondering whether public transit is going to survive at all, is that, there are these big things that have fundamentally changed. And what we're realizing is that we have built our entire businesses, our entire economy, you know, based off of data, preferences, demand for travel and movies and entertainment and health and safety and all of those things. <clears throat> and those are all based off of things that are no longer true. Yeah. It's and a- so we're at this weird point where we, we end up with a bunch of businesses Businesses that says the majority of businesses right now are optimized for a world that no longer exists anymore. And so I think where we really see things moving is that most companies right now are built around a priority and a philosophy that says their job is to Optimize the products and services they have and scale them into as many people as as fast as they can. Where the reality of where we're moving towards is that companies are going to be asked to do something different. They're going to be asked to move and change as fast as they can, you know, to both keep pace with the changes that have already happened from COVID, you know, to all the way to, you know, recognizing that the moment that you start to ask somebody like, do you want to go back to the movies, you know, once the movie theaters open back up is that you're likely going to get a bunch of people who just don't actually know. Right. So you're now in a position that says if you're a movie theater company or a movie producer, that you're going to almost have to Mm -hmm. start to reinvent how we view entertainment, you know, for the future, you know, and start making big bets.
1: And they're saying that home exercise equipment just boomed this past year, so if you're a gym owner or something like that, you also have to make some decisions. Correct?
0: Oh, a- absolutely. I mm-hmm. mean, you name it, it; it goes back to the, um, you know, can if if you have lower occupancy, you know, permanently, which could happen in restaurants, is the are they still going to be profitable? Yeah. You know, do people go back to traveling? You know, maybe they. You know, we're all itching to get out. Yeah, but I know that Airbnb has come out, you know, and basically said that they believe that the future of travel is going to be travel within four hundred miles yeah. of your starting point. Yeah, you know, well, so what does that mean for cities or even countries that fundamentally rely mm-hmm. most of their budget on tourist dollars? Right. And so, so there's Big things that are happening and changing right now.
1: And you're right about what you said earlier. And just a recap for some people that missed that is this is the biggest shift we've seen since World War One, World War Two, where women joined the workforce. Correct?
0: That's absolutely right. You know, the the amount of change that we're seeing. You know it, it's crazy because we're all used to an industry getting disrupted or new product out there or even, you know, a slow uptick of the economy or downtick of the economy. What we're not used to is every country, every industry in, and, <clears throat> you know, in the entire world all shifting at the same time. And I think we're about to see a, a massive amount of change that's going to explode out of it, you know, frankly, because we have to.
1: Exactly. All right, so uh, for companies that may be facing a significant digital achievement gap in the wake of the pandemic, uh, what trend or two do you view as the most critical to focus on right now?
0: Yeah, I mean, I I think the the start is to recognize how much companies are going to need to invest in their base technology. Mm -hmm. So just think, you know, data and analytics and cloud. You know, one of the things that we came across is that, um, you know, prior to the pandemic, You know, companies that were heavily invested in digital technology to try to drive change were 2x in their growth of how fast they were growing their revenue. Mm -hmm. Since COVID, that 2x has gone to 5x. And so what we're seeing is is that there's this increasing gap that says the companies that are using technology, that are using cloud and mobile and, you know, data fundamentally to drive and change and push their country company into the future, you know, are widening in a gap between the people who are lagging behind. And so there's that idea that says if you've been thinking about it and you've been wanting or you have plans in the future, you know, to really digitize yourself as a company and go through that transformation is the one, you're already behind. But two is the if you don't move quickly is you're going to find you're even farther behind, you know, than you have been in the past.
1: Michael, tell me about Accenture's technology, that vision and R&D group. Uh, What does it do and how how can it help businesses? And you lead that. So tell me what it's all about.
0: Yeah, so... so the Accenture our vision group is uh, the thought leadership side of our technology labs. Mm-hmm. So essentially, you know, as our overall technology labs, you know, we're looking into everything from artificial intelligence to smart materials to quantum computing and other things to that standpoint. But our job is really to figure out what's happening next that's fundamentally going to change, you know, how we work, you know, and how we live you know and through this vision report you know it was basically us trying to translate the specifics of the technology into this is the narrowed down version of what companies need to pay attention to. This is what 's happening right now. Here are the disruptions that are coming you know as well as you know here are the new opportunities that you know these technologies just being in existence are going to give you to you know differentiate yourself in the marketplace.
1: People need to take this somewhat, listen very carefully right now, especially if you uh, run a company or' even part of a company here because now we have some variants. To the virus, and we don't know whether we're gonna to have to shut down again. We don't know what the future holds. Who look look what happened last summer? Things looked okay. Things looked like they were looking up, and then bam, in the fall and summer, I mean, in the winter, we just had to go back into, uh, you know, keeping things uh, pretty locked down. So, right, people need to take this seriously. Correct?
0: No, they they do. I mean, and and it's a mindset mind shift. You know, is the you can't assume that this is going to be done. Yeah, you know, because the what's going to. Fun- You know, what's weird about this as a almost unique time in history Mm -hmm. is that, let's say, best case scenario, and COVID actually does fundamentally end with this shift and everybody gets vaccinated. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I... Lord knows that that may may not actually happen right. you know but if even if we assume that that's true is the people are going to come back and they 're not going to come back the same people they were before mm-hmm. I think uh nearly twenty five percent of people in the u s have had either a close friend or family member who has actually passed away from covid mm-hmm. you know the idea that people are going to be fundamentally comfortable uh traveling or going back to restaurants is the Some people are, and a lot of people aren't. You know, are we going to use public transit? And so this new world that we're changing into is that even if the best case scenario happens and we do actually reopen everything and we stop worrying about, you know, the virus, is the... We now have an entire set of industries that have to re-understand, well, what's the demand for gas if everybody's working remotely? Mm-hmm. You know, what does real estate look like if we're not going to be centered you know, around cities anymore? Is this going to happen a little bit? Are we going to continue the push? You know, the, the Philippines is even in the process at the moment of offering people money to leave the city centers. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they're like, well, how do we reverse the trend that says everybody's coming to the city? And so, you know, the idea that we're going to stay still, you know, is something that in honestly, any scenario, whether COVID, you know, suddenly disappears or not is one that I don't see happening.
1: I had somebody tell me that, uh, they're never going to go back, uh, to uh, working in Manhattan because they don't want to get into an elevator with other people just in case it does come back and they don't want to be caught in the beginning of that comeback and they're just not comfortable getting into an elevator to go to an office. You you see that also sometimes. yeah. yeah.
0: No, I mean, we, we see that, you know, and, and it's, yeah, you know, and it's honestly more than just that. Cause I think that everybody looks at it as a, all right, so they're going to be specific things that are very health related that people are going to not want to do. That says, mm-hmm. You know, maybe, you know, uh, stadiums with, you know, sporting events, you know, maybe that doesn't, you know, Maybe that doesn't come back. Mm-hmm. You know, but I think that the the subtler fix underneath that, you know, that says the all right, so we have an entire we have an entirely, you know, new generation, you know, that's Really struggling getting jobs right now, yeah we have an entire set of well, workforce you know that's being brought on that 's mm-hmm. never actually worked into an office right. you know we 've got folks you know who are you know fundamentally you know looking at you know living with their parents for an extended period of time going out is the who we are is is weirdly changed, and I think we're going to see a lot of that in the behaviors and priorities of you know, what people are buying and doing next.
1: Well, you're a young person and you're starting college in the fall. What what advice do you have for them?
0: Well, I mean, I, I think that the advice is is that you can't assume, you know, that technology is not going to be a part of your job. Mm-hmm. You know, the same way that we're talking about companies right now that says the, I mean, we're, we're I think, eight years into calling, you know, every business is a digital business. Yeah, but I think more and more is that every worker is a tech worker, yeah you know, and it doesn 't matter whether you are a cashier who needs to understand what the latest technology for you know Apple pay mm-hmm. you know or whether you are a artist yeah. you know, who recognizes that you know digital art and their art and how they 're going to be you know designing the next virtual or augmented world or a myriad of other things is the we yeah. are so tied to technology well, in our life. Is the assumption, well, Michael? Be, I just be, want to get this.
1: Yeah, I just want to get this question here before we have to jet. Uh, where can they go for more information? Sure. Anybody listening right now? Because this is all very fascinating.
0: Uh, absolutely. So just go to forward Accenture. Com/technologyvision, or you can just Google Accenture Technology Vision. Okay.
1: Awesome. Michael Blitz, you are incredible, and you are the managing director of Accenture Technology Vision. Thank you so much for all the valuable information and for joining us today. Much appreciated.
0: Absolutely. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. The Tommy G Show, your new destination for New Jersey traffic, weather, laughs, and conversation.